here at Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be where we actually explore and learn everything that we can about love, sensuality, intimacy, relationships, and sexuality. Did I say that again? <laughs> but anyway, today we have an amazing speaker that we're going to be talking about how boundaries are the key to finding lasting love. Woohoo! Important topic. And our speaker today is Sylvie Kokashan. And before I introduce to you, to her, uh, I'm going to be reading her bio so you can have an idea of her important work that she's doing in this planet that we need her right now. So Sylvie Kakashin is an elite love and relationship coach. She is the founder of the Modern Day German Guide and Love with Integrity Coaching based in Los Angeles, California. She's known as an empowering love coach who specializes in solution-oriented psychology and has a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. She found her own loving partner, which we had the pleasure to, to interview him a few days and a few weeks ago, by staying true to her own integrity and personal boundaries. Sylvie has coached hundreds of successful men and women privately for the past six years. Her deep knowledge and understanding of women's desires and a man's authentic nature help her to bring people together based on their core needs. So welcome you, Sylvie. Yeah, Thank you. Beautiful intro. I appreciate it very much. And I'm so, I'm so honored. This is my first interview that I'm actually doing coming out of my cocoon. And it was it couldn't have been the more perfect topic to do. So thank you. Yeah, first of all, I'm very honored that I know that you mentioned to me when we talked that you have literally um, say not so many opportunities to be interviewed because of the work you do. Uh, and I'm so honored that, um, you know, we we here helping you to come into the cocoon for a topic that is truly, truly important in our society and a topic that I believe is the foundation of our of all our relationship, not just a relationship within ourselves, with our partner, but also a relationship with a parent, of siblings, and our children, our work, and every single individual that we interact in a daily life. And as a practitioner myself, that we work, and I was so excited to share that with you, that as a practitioner myself in the field of relationship and sexuality, and even in the aspect of even somatic body work, it is truly important to have these really these tools that you're going to be sharing with us this, this concept this knowledge this wisdom because many many in the field many had really been uh, lacking of it and been destroyed by it so if we don't have boundaries in our life uh it can't destroy us and i like i was sharing with you before our interview i had paid blood and tears in my journey to really embody and embrace boundary and i'm really open and learning more from you and to put in practice so i'm so excited so enjoy the topic <laughs> so just kind of start take off wherever beautiful yes. Yes, just uh, let's just talk about this. How boundaries are the key to finding lasting love? So I wanted to simply start this conversation with defining a boundary because it's such a word that has so much buzz around it. But I don't think, I don't think even for me until I took the time to really clarify what it means that it started to click more. So what it is, what a, a boundary is, is that it's a limit. It's an emotional limit. It's an energetic limit that 
it can it creates a container in order to preserve the integrity of our well-being our spiritual well-being our emotional well-being our joy so just like we have a just like we have physical boundaries so if we have an open wound or a scar that hasn't been fully healed and we're probing it and we're not really giving it the nurture and the love and the support that it really needs to heal in a in a slow and in its own staged way, we actually end up doing more, more damage to it. So I really want to first and foremost just emphasize how important a boundary is. And if you've, you know, I know a lot of us, including myself, have worked in, you know, spiritual capacity. I've done therapy, I've done coaching, I've done a lot of spiritual work. And through all my practices, as much as I meditate every day and do all the things I can to preserve myself, if I don't express what my boundaries are and if the people I work with don't articulate what their sensitivities are in a way that they're honored there's no relationship at all so I wanted to really lead with that so anyone that's listening can understand that if they're struggling within their own boundaries or if they're in a relationship with a partner that's expressing one that they can't maybe understand what I want to do is help you guys first of all understand your own and then how to be present when your partner is is bringing their own boundaries to the relationship so that's what i really wanted to open up with and um is that clear when i when i kind of compare the the physical and the emotional boundaries and how similar they actually are somebody was uh sharing with us in uh, uh in a facebook live streaming that we did before this interview about the question was like how do we really go and how do we really can honor our self boundaries and our serenity and i love the fact that you're going to be talking about that and also the boundary that we have outside of ourselves so yeah so excited it makes sense wonderful okay great so what i want what i want to articulate most of all is that there's a difference between a boundary and then there's a difference between a defense so a boundary it usually takes place around a specific person's unique sensitivity. So every person, no matter you know what religion we are or what social upbringing we are, we all, every boundary is very personal. It's a very personal experience. So I think what ends up happening in the fog and why there's so much confusion is because we compare our boundaries to somebody else. So what ends up happening is I feel really triggered by something. However, I look around me and I see, well, everybody else is okay with this thing. So there's something wrong with me. So I start to judge myself and I start to close in on um, my own experience rather than allowing my own boundary to be true. And the way you know a boundary is crossed is you feel it. You feel it. You, you start to feel yourself just shutting down and you you want to begin isolating you want to begin isolating yourself so if it's let's say it's in a relationship with another person you automatically start to feel distant when your boundaries are not being honored you just it's in that you you can't help but start to become pulled away from each other and so my number one step that I work with people I so I work with a lot of men in my practice primarily with men now and I, in my coaching practice I help men um, attract a woman as well as maintain a healthy relationship and what I started noticing was so many of the men that I worked with were 
numbing out their their boundary. They were they were completely desensitized from the things that were important to them. And when we started working together, we looked at past relationships and what we did in that experience was helping them realize why it didn't work with certain people because their boundaries weren't honored and because they weren't expressing them. So in, in the therapy, in the coaching experience, we articulate the main areas that are they're, they're pretty much their deal breakers. They're like, if I don't have these three things, I cannot, there's no safety in this relationship. There's no, there's no, I can't even have my sense of well-being. So what happened for me was recognizing how many men are shut down from their own boundaries. And once they were able to express to their woman in a way, and the woman would hear them and honor them, the relationship completely transformed. So for example, I have a man who um, he's really sensitive with his woman in her relationships with other men. And it's not so much that he wants her to change, you know, completely shut off relationships or, you know, dismiss them, but that's his trauma. Okay. So in order for her to be in relationship with him, she can't dismiss that. She's not going to completely change and transform her whole life. But when those moments come up in their relationship, that sensitivity needs to be there. That ability to try to understand from a compassionate and loving place rather than going, whoa, that's not my boundary, so I'm not even going to try to hear it. And that's, that's, the, that's the biggest disconnect is that we expect other people to have the same boundaries as us. And it's never, never true. You know, so, you know, when we're in a relationship, it's when I honor my own boundaries, I'm able to honor yours. Because I'm so respectful and vocal about mine, I'm equally respectful and vocal about yours. And until we can do that for ourselves, we truly are not able to be present for someone else's boundaries because we haven't made that connection and we haven't recognized how, how important it is, how crucial it is. Um, so I want to bring a couple examples that I think will help different types of scenarios there's boundaries for everything i mean literally when you dissect what it is there's people that have really sensitive sensitive boundaries with the, their cleanliness of their home they need in order to function even just being a normal human they need their space to be respected and honored so if they're in a relationship with a partner yeah so if they're in a relationship with a partner that does that does not at least make effort to try to compromise in that domain there's there's a disconnect so i'm going to just give a bunch of different examples so it starts to link for everyone when we're when there's something when we're having a struggle in a certain area of our life there's usually a boundary that needs to be reinforced a boundary that will always help elevate the relationship on some level so if i communicate something that's coming up for me to my partner and what I need for my partner in that is for them to acknowledge my experience and to be able to be willing to come up with a middle ground or to be able to understand that this is something that's very significant for me. It's, 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 it's crucial because what ends up happening is a lot of relationships that have separated, it's because of the, it's been a lack of communication of a boundary more than anything else. And most of the clients I've worked with, I remember working with a man and and he needed his relationship to be seen by the family and it was kind of kept private. And rather than him really expressing that, he just kind of 
allowed his feelings to shut down slowly and slowly until he parted. And so when I worked with him, we we worked on him vocalizing how important this was and how much he deserved that. And she came in, you know, we worked we worked as a worked on a, in a partnership, and she was so supportive and so on board. Even though in the beginning it was hard for her to understand, but she started to get this is huge for him. And in order for me to be in a partnership, it's we're now a unit. When you get into a relationship with a person, your nervous systems are literally connected now. I don't care how much how spiritual we are, how much we've practiced, how much self-awareness we have, we still are going to lean on each other. And we need we need that emotional availability from our partner. And instead of looking at looking at that as a bad thing of like I want to rely on my partner, I want to you know depend on them in times of need or if like I'm struggling, it's an honor. Like I want to really help people look at it. It's an honor to be able to support my partner in something that they're really struggling with. That's a big distinction that I you know that I really within myself that I always go back to. Like if my partner is coming to me with something they're struggling with, oh my god, you better believe that I want to do as much as I can to help minimize that. Without you know, I'm not going to take their pain away, but how can we do this thing without you feeling extremely triggered? Because that's there's you won't be able to function in that space. So that's the that's the framework of what boundaries are. There's, you know, there's time boundaries, you know, with respecting if somebody has sensitivities with their time and they're, you know, they're in a relationship with someone that's very careless about that. And they just don't really make that effort to show that they respect that part of their partner and just again, minimize, diminish. It's there's no acknowledgement of that person's experience feeling important. Um, I'm trying to think of some other examples that I wrote down that would really help. Um, what else is a really good one? Um, jump on in if you have anything that's coming up for you while I kind of get my brain around what, I, what else I wanted to share. What I love like, and I take notes, and I make sure everything. Take your notes. Take your notes. I just take every TV. You gotta take the notes. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I I'm really amazed mm-hmm. to what you're sharing because um because I have also worked with men and and, and I work with women in more, mostly in like group settings. Like it's very interesting. Like you said, like I work a lot more than my clients are male, and I have huge groups for women and it's very interesting that you're pointing it out like I never really took in consideration that because I always felt a woman where they have with with the one having a hard time with boundaries and not men because that you know that's maybe an idea an illusion I had myself or what I have seen and I never really dive into asking uh, well I have seen that men have the boundaries issue but I really need I really have having gone as deep as you have gone uh, with working with men and in, in really enforcing their boundaries. Uh, you know, I, so it is very interesting to me and I thank you for bringing this up because, um, you know, in my awareness, it seems like it has been more of the women that need to embrace their boundaries. But listening to you, it makes me realize that 
men also have, you know, the struggle. And also maybe that's why, I, I, you know, you know, the women cannot really connect or deeply uh, with somebody because if the boundaries, if somebody in a relationship or both of them have no boundaries whatsoever, the relationship is a fiasco to begin with. Uh, and if the male itself, with, with women, actually, I feel like we were talking, um, the, we're the one that craving the masculine energy, right? Like we're craving for the men to show up. And I feel like if, if the men are really showing up for themselves and they're showing up within their boundaries, I really feel like it's really empowering for the women to also show up with their boundaries. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's just very interesting and fascinating. I really thank you for bringing this, bringing this up more into not just my awareness, but for everybody else's awareness about that. Absolutely, of course. And, you know, I, I always look at, you know, so often, so many relationships, like men shut down, you know. They shut down because a lot of times they're not used to expressing their needs. They're not used to their, you know, they're simply used to being the container for the woman being, um, you know, present for the woman's vulnerabilities and sensitivities. And, and because like until they speak up and until they embrace what's happening for them, it's really hard because think about it. If I'm not getting my needs met, I'm not, I'm not even expressing a need, right? So I'm walking around like this. I'm, I have no needs. I'm not expressing my needs. I'm, I'm totally cool. You can do whatever you want. All is well. And then my partner comes to me you think I'm going to have the desire to want to be present for theirs? Like there's, if I've been completely self-medicating my own experience and living, you know, very solo, it's really hard to be present for my partner. Or even this, you know, this goes both ways, even for, for women, for me, for a long time, you know, I really thought I was crazy. <laughs> I thought I was crazy. I was like, I know that I feel boundaries. I can feel every part of me. Whether it's my own trauma in the past or not, it doesn't matter. It's still my sensitivity. And until I started being more gentle and more loving and honoring of myself, then I started to vocalize it. And honestly, relationships around me changed with family members, with with friends, because I wasn't willing to budge that. I couldn't. It's not even willing. Like my physical body could no longer be in the presence of people that were not willing to understand, hey, dude, this is this is really hurting me. Like I can't, I can't be, I can't function. And I so, really, oh, go ahead and please. Yeah. I resonate with you and all that, because that's what I said. Like I, you know, I had bled in aspect of really, really owning my boundaries because like the body stopped, my body will get sick. Like my body will get so sensitive and so sick that when it instantly, if I didn't respect my boundaries, I, and I just, the person did not honor my no. And they start manipulating, you know, and I allow myself to be manipulated. And, and just because I have not have like a clear understanding of what I'm standing for, this person will be able to manipulate whatever they want. And I would just surrender from a place of, of victimization or surrender from a place of weakness instead of like, you know, when you surrender from a place of your true essence, which two different energies, but I would just be like, give up. It's not even surrendering. I would just totally lose it and give up and just and just be whatever it needed to be and happen. 
and my body will get so sick, so sick, like healthy sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now I, I know when uh, I am not respecting my no and expressing and expressing my emotion, expressing how I feel and expressing from like a very conscious and aware way, you know, my body will be telling me like right in my you know, my gut will start squeezing, my stomach will be squeezing, and I will feel like suffocated, and then I have to speak up. So, yes. that's beautiful for you to experience. And I just want to normalize that for you. You know, whatever you've experienced, and whoever's watching, whenever you felt that feeling, and then you felt wronged, or like something's wrong with me, or we that I know we've all felt. I want to just normalize how that was just your body speaking and telling you like, this is the, I need to go in a certain stage. I can't, you know, you know, I share this story because, you know, even vulnerability has boundaries, you know, it's, we, when we meet someone and we go on a first date, we don't just share everything, every deep, dark thing about ourselves on a first date. We don't do that. Why? Because we would overwhelm ourselves and the person that's sitting in front of us, <laughs> you know? So just like a relationship that builds takes time and progression, the people that honor and respect our boundaries, guess what happens? Those boundaries start to get stretched with those people. They start to expand because we have safety with those people. They don't try to push us farther than where we're ready to go. But what happens with people that don't honor where you're at they shrink. So if you guys, you know, whoever's watching, if you know there's somebody in your life that you feel really, really close with, that you have that safety with, I want you to really notice, is that somebody that really honors your boundaries? Is that somebody that you can feel energetically is attuned and present to what is happening for you when you guys are together? Because I know for me, that's what it is. Like the people that I have, and I'm very, like, I'm very very picky. I have very few friends because that's something that's very important to me. Like the friends that I have, they really, really honor and respect. It's mutual. Like it doesn't, I, it's not about being right. You know, if my, if I have a friend that comes to me and tells me something hurt them or, you know, this is a boundary. They, they, they just don't want me to do this thing. It's done. You know, a lot of people might criticize that and say, well, aren't you going to just kind of be molding your, your, efforts to this person isn't that just kind of like it's you got to honor the boundary first you got to start there and then you build from that point you you help them come out of that place but if you lead with force and if you lead with a probing way what ends up happening is that person is now their their well-being comes second to your being right or your version of boundaries you know so it's, it's not that you're walking around eggshells or, you know, having things to be different, but it's doing the thing at their pace and helping them through it rather than um, trying to be right and wrong about it. Our, our brains can try to rationalize a million different ways out of it, but at the end of the day, if a relationship is at the most, if it's at the top and it's at the most, we're going to have to sacrifice some things. I mean, it's, it's like... It's not realistic, and I think it's setting ourselves up for failure and a lot of disconnection if we think that we can just do anything however we want, whenever we want. Like, really? We don't go around killing people. Why? Because 
you know that's not we don't do that <laughs> Even if we think about it and we have a stupid thought, we don't act on it because we yeah. have that self, you know, boundary, right? Like, look, you think of the consequences, you just, you just, yeah, we just do that. Don't do that. <laughs> what I love is you said that we, we, it's important when we, we, we know, we, we coach it and we work in the healing realm, we always say, you meet your client where they are at yes. and what you brought up to this conversation is even in the relationship we meet our partners where they are at or the people that we interact we meet them where they are at this mm -hmm. is not just in the business world uh, world but also uh in the real life world like we honor the boundary first we build a relationship with that we start there and i love that i love that you that's um, one of the foundations, the foundations, because in, in, when I, uh, I reach out to you, I was explain to you that I love boundaries, one part of my work too. And it's like, it's one of the third aspect, like one of the third aspect of my work, because first we clear the law of combat, we release, remove, destroy whatever's not serving us. And then we start learning to know who we are because before we set a boundary, it's important to purge and let go what is not serving us because sometimes creating boundaries based on like the past or based on a trauma and coming from a defense. And that's why you mentioned that boundary is totally different than being defense. With, way two different energies and based on like uh you know by purging letting go and destroying and claiming yourself and recognizing and remembering who you are and from that that space of being and being in in communion with you creating the boundaries of that safe container for you and and it just make that's for like self-relationship right and you bring it to a different level. You bring it also to a, a level of relationship where that is the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. That is the beginning where we meet everyone where they are in their life and respect their boundaries and honor the boundaries first. And then we go from there and then we see how it's changed. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> no, and this is the beautiful thing. It's like we just go, it's like we just want to know that our partner is able to we don't we just don't want to feel re-traumatized basically because we all have different kinds of trauma, whether you've been in an earthquake or you've had family trauma, we all carry some kind of different levels of trauma. And mm -hmm. so, you know, when I, I do different kind of exercises with my clients, like for example, I have a couple that one of them is really extroverted and one of them is very introverted. So the introverted partner gets really triggered when they go out, you know, in a big party because the extroverted person, let's say they, they, um, they want, they, you know, they're just a lot more social. So one of the exercises I do is, you know, it's not about transforming it and completely breaking it down where like no they don't go out they don't do this but it's it's like a signal so for example they're they're comfortable but when the more sensitive partner gets overwhelmed you know i just have them do like you know let their partner know with like a peace sign on their heart that they're reaching their max they're hitting their limit because we want to tolerate some discomfort with a boundary like we want to be able to give our partner freedom to have their experience especially if it's really important to them but when we are getting to that point where it's now it's affecting my well-being okay let me let me signal to them and we just want to know that they're available to us that they're willing to like 
meet us where we are in this moment. And those are trust building moments. They're, they're, they're profound. Because if, if what you're doing is really affecting your partner in a really severe way and you're not willing to come to a middle ground, that's, that's really not a healthy version of love. That's, 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 that can be very, that's not healthy at all. Um, you know, one thing that I wanted to help people watching, um, just understanding how to be with like their partner's boundaries. And you said it perfectly. It's honoring the boundaries that exist first. That's the first step. That's, that's it. We, that we, we accept them. That's where they're at right now in this moment. And then without trying to rationalize it right or wrong. And then, um, when we do go into a sensitive territory, once we recognize that it's sensitive to our partner. So the third step would be asking for permission. This is huge. You know, there's, there's no shame. There's, there's such a humbleness. There's such a humbleness with going to your partner with that love and gentleness that, you know, I want to do this thing. I just want to include you in it. I want you to know that your feelings are important to me. And, I, you know, and I have to say that, you know, Brian has been really good with, with that, with a lot of my sensitivities, you know, and he, you know, he, he comes to me a lot of times and, you know, he asks and that's a humble experience to do because we, we can get so arrogant about certain things, but again, it's like we're partnership now, you know, we're a unit. And then if you're really struggling with understanding your partner's boundary, what I have a lot of people do is I have them do an exercise where I take them back to a boundary of their own. So if they're like having trouble having empathy or compassion with their partner, I have them close their eyes and go into an experience where they felt their boundary really violated. Like somebody was really crossing their boundary. So I have them really go there and feel that, feel that moment. And then I remind them, you know, it's not the same. It's not going to be the same exact, you, you know, your partner's not going to have the same boundaries as you. That would be really weird. Like if you guys were the same person, you're not. And so that helps link, you know, that helps link um, a little bit more compassion and understanding. So they realize, okay, so it's not necessarily, and this it's hard, you know, sometimes it's even hard for me to, to understand when somebody's coming to me with an unfamiliar boundary. I, at first, I don't know what to do about it. Cause I'm like, Whoa, how, how do I, I lost the freedom. Whoa, Whoa. You know, but then I, I take myself back into um, being compassionate because I know what it feels like to have my boundaries violated. And so that's a really powerful exercise that helps people bridge that gap um, with compassion. So those, four, those are four steps I, I definitely use. Yeah, the first one was to uh, honor the boundary, right? The boundaries first, where they, exactly where they are. Like, not judge them, you know, just be with them like empathically, like, wow, I get that. That's really huge for you, you know, and I understand. And the second one was about uh, the trust building. The second one was not trying to rationalize whether it's right or wrong, you know, not, not, it's basically is dropping to your heart, you know, feeling into them what they're experiencing rather than trying to, because honestly, we could make everything wrong. We can sit here and make everyone's ex experience wrong, but 
we in the in our triggered moments we need that experience to be validated and to it's real for us it's happening and both partners need to know that they're you know they're going to have those moments and um we want to support our partner to grow out of there you know i wouldn't even be doing this this interview if it wasn't for brian like honestly like he's helped me come out of my shell in so many ways. And I know, you know, it's we come from totally different people. He's more public, I'm more private. But because of his embracing that side and, you know, work through that. So, you know, when you truly embrace your partner's boundary, you can help them grow so much and heal such a traumatic part of their life when we don't try to force them out, you know? And that's why I was so interested to interview you too, because um, I have seen uh, Brian for the past, you know, I've been following for, for the past couple of years and in the silence, of course, right? And yeah. and it was interesting to see that, you know, like you said, your partner grows and, and it was interesting to see the, the part, the, the woman that is next to this man, like, so even though that you have kept yourself quiet and you have done, you know, the work itself in the relationship and, and created this beautiful partnership, uh, it was, it, it is so important to really meet the person who is next to, you know, amazing Brian, right? Like I really was like, yeah, it, it's so exciting to meet women who are helping men and, and you know, the work that we do in, and, and also to help men to make understand different things about ourselves too, so they can help more people. And that's how we pretty much, we collaborate. It's like a whole relationship of collaboration. And that's why I was so excited for you to be here with us. Because yeah, having you know, the woman next to these amazing men who is doing a lot of changes in, in people's life, helping people's life, in people's life, eh, you know what I mean. <laughs> It's just an honor to get to know the woman next to the man. You know what I mean? I appreciate that very much. And likewise, you know, like I said, like I felt very much wanting to have this conversation with you. And I felt very, you respected my boundaries on the call. And I <laughs> know that that might sound weird to you, but it's so important to me to say that and for you to hear that when somebody really gets their own boundaries, they're really able to be with some of these boundaries. I didn't feel pushed. I didn't feel, and I think just me saying that on this call is going to be so helpful for people. You know, like I felt your loving invitation and I never felt, it just felt very, it felt, it felt very open and inviting. And I just, I didn't feel any type of pressure or any kind of strange, um, side agenda so that's kudos to you for like really having that clarity when we spoke and just in your presence seriously no i love you boundaries <laughs> is huge it is and i like i said like i have i have paid big tears and blood on that one and i'm saying like not blood because like blood but you know, it's like a metaphor that I'm putting out there. <laughs> but it was, it, it, yeah, boundary is, is something that we, men and women, would really need to tap into it and honor ourselves. I just I was having a conversation with my friend today because we both had been called to um, to be part of an uh, 
event, family event, and we both are like, you know, today it would be like, it, you know, and we want to say, no, like, I can't do this. I mean, I'm able to go this much far, even in relationship with family, I can go this far in our creativity, but I can now go beyond this. And, and that's why we're going to action next is that, not just because of that, uh, of what I experienced this weekend, and we're talking with my friend, but also the people came up with it. It's like, how can we deal with people who are so bossy and so demanding and so into themselves and egocentric and in love all that they do not care about your boundaries and they would take your boundary as an aspect of reflection, rejection. And I know that it's like something in the mirror, but sometimes we also have to learn when it's our shit and what is not our stuff, right? And how do we deal with that in the present moment when people do not care and want to really honor your boundaries and they still push and push and manipulate and want to get their way? I mean, my, my honest answer to that is I, I, I don't have, I have no tolerance, zero tolerance for it, you know, because what ends up happening in that situation is we set our, I totally am with you, the whole mirroring thing, and there's always a lesson to learn, and if I'm attracting someone, it's for a reason, but a lot of times we've already learned the damn lesson, and we're just sticking around for the same thing, and you know, if we have trauma in our past, we tend to attract or we're able to justify a lot more difficult experiences. So there's a lot of things happening in the brain. There's a lot of things. So what ends up sparking in the brain, the neurons that spark when we do attract people like that, it's not necessarily always that they're a mirror. It's that they're familiar. They're familiar from childhood. They're familiar from a past relationship. And so two thing, one of two things can happen. Either number one, that person is at least open and willing to let's if you're in a relationship you know therapy counseling are they willing to see your part and to at least take responsibility for some of it or if they're just completely closed and it's just one-sided staying in a relationship with somebody like that is going to make us more confused and completely take you take you off of your own truth it's very confusing i just pull myself away because sometimes what ends up happening is I need to reflect to really get a sense of which one is the truth. And then once I, once I sit and process it, I can feel it. And I have to be very practical about it because I am so emotional and sensitive that I, I want to be there for everybody. I want to like, I want to help see the good. But if it's coming to the point where you're not, they're not willing to own their part in it even a little bit, then it's just, it's not, there's no relationship. Is no, it's like we just want them to change, and they're not even—they're they're not open. They're not willing. It's hard. It's really it's sad when that happens because it's—it's it's very common, and that's why it's like I wish every human being would take the time to do therapy or coaching because honestly, until I did it, I didn't understand a lot of these things. I really didn't. How to communicate with somebody that's coming to me with something that's upsetting them? How to be present for them? How to take responsibility for them for what I'm doing that's hurting them? You know, modeling that a few times. And if I'm modeling that a few times and I'm not getting that back, then they're just, it's one-sided. Yes. It's like one type of relationship. Um, 
and and what you said too like i learned that too in my own coaching practice like working with people uh, i will be attracting the same you know type of clientele until uh like you said it's not just um you said it is not a mirror it is uh it's familiar I was attracting the same people, people until I got it. And I, that's when I started, like I said, building more of my my relationship with my own boundaries and, and embracing that. And and it felt so good to start just, just saying no and just saying, no, I'm not available. I'm not available. I, and learning to say, no, I don't want to work with you. I'm sorry. It, it was interesting because even yesterday somebody sent me an email and said, I would love to do a workshop, you know, in your place, like as a host, you know, I could host somebody to do a workshop in my place. And hopefully one day I get two of you guys to do something here in Florida. And it was interesting to see that. <laughs> it was like, for the first time, I, I think I felt that I got it. Like I got my boundaries straight forward, mm-hmm. still on it and my emotions and I'm like, and I gave a sh- crap about <laughs> about saying no. Like, and and I, I Google a person, I search the person, and I and I read that and it, you know the energy of the site and no picture and this person literally posted in there. And when we're talking about sexuality and working in the sexual realms, I mean I need to see the picture of somebody. I mean you cannot just tell me uh, you're too private, you're too secret, you know. And mm-hmm. and for me it doesn't feel uncomfortable. It doesn't feel com- comfortable for me to host somebody that you can't even find a picture online because like who do you know who this person is, you know? Like I really have to. Uh, save and guard my people that I, I bring into my space. So I just didn't feel right. And it was like, you know, I said, I'm sorry, I don't work with these type of people, blah, 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 blah. Um, have a great time. <laughs> and this person emailed me back and honored my banner and said, thank you for saying no and for staying true to yourself. Yeah. And I was like, welcome. And I was like, oh, my God, it feels so good in a pet. I have never been able to do that. Wow, that and is beautiful. taking anyone and and like I said, like learning to know who you are and and having the boundary between yourself and like you said, we also um, you know being having the responsibility of host a space, sacred space, and container of, of of sacred space for other people. It's truly important to us as facilitators who are doing all this work to have stronger boundaries than ever. Yeah, so. absolutely. And you said it perfectly. It's like we have to go through the contrast. We have to go through the difficult times and all the other stuff to know because we. how else are we going to know what our boundaries are until you take that time to self-reflect? So like I always encourage like my clients to have time alone, meditate. You know, whatever practice really helps them ground into themselves so they don't get... You know, even when I'm when I'm when I'm about to like do something with work or launching a new product, anything that has to do with something where I have to really be present with my own experience, I usually go away for a long time. You know, whether I'm not literally, but like, I don't ask people for their opinions. I don't, um, I don't really ask for advice other than the coach or the business coach that I'm working with because it starts to confuse my own experience and my own truth and. That's another boundary that I've had to discover on my own. Like I've had to realize that rather than spreading what I want to do out, that doesn't work for me. Whereas with some other people, that's empowering or that makes them feel good. So there's so many different kinds of boundaries. I mean, you'd be amazed. There's 
there's a book that I I'm gonna I would love to recommend. Can I actually pop it up for people to see? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Where to Draw the Line, and it talks about the very specific. Like, just I'll give you a few of the chapters that are in it. It's um, talks about communication boundaries, um, parent boundaries, spiritual boundaries, and um, holiday boundaries, anger boundaries, you know, even when we're expressing anger to a partner, we need our partner to, to witness our anger, but we also need to, um, you know, we can't be physical with them. We can't, we have to still do it in a way that they feel safe. So if you have a partner that's afraid of anger, it's okay for them to stand five feet away from you, but they're still with you in your anger. But if that's what they need, or like if the argument is starting to escalate and one of the partners is uncomfortable, it's okay for them to be like, hey, hey, wait, 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 let's, let's just pause for a minute. Moment to moment boundaries, literally. Every, every moment we're, you know, we're, we're engaging what is, you know, bringing us more connection or what is bringing us more, um, what is really going to harm our relationship and, my well, and both of our well-being. It's, it's very juicy stuff, and you can tell I'm very passionate about it because it's it's transformed my life truly. Yes, and it really does. Band, like tapping into boundaries and honoring your boundaries is really um, uh, just yeah. amazing. I, I can just feel the energy of like honoring just the word itself of a boundary. Uh, really transformational, and at the same time, um. Uh, what I'm tapping from you, like you're working with your energy and you're working with sensing, like I really feel the power of, of that you, you know, that you put in practice and you, your coaching practice and working with your clients is also that you help them to really tune in into the inner wisdom and in the body because that's what pretty much feeling for me because that's the way I work also. Like, you know, we can have amazing book to which give us the logistic and 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 the guidelines like it make us realize in a more uh, logical level right like a more mindset level and contextual level that was the word i wanted to say but also what i'm feeling from you is that you also hope in and to teach people to get into and feel the body because the way that you process is just the the greatest way to actually tap into okay, what it feels right for me, what it doesn't feel, like what it feels creative, what feels expansive, what feels contracting, and what it feels in this alignment. So mm -hmm. I, I love that you bring in both of those approaches into uh, sharing the power of boundaries into our conversation. Yes. You know, one thing I want to share, because I know you work with sexuality a lot, when the boundaries of the relationship are really honored and they're, they're respected, that's when sexuality blooms in a relationship. That's when, like, that's our free space. Like, okay, now we don't need to be thinking about, like, am I doing this or this? And, and that's where, like, the, the flower can blossom and really explode in the relationship because there's that's, that container has been created and preserved and really honored. And so your work, your work on sexuality is, a, is, is, it's like they're very much intimately related, boundaries and sexuality yes if you, if you don't um that's why um i'm saying like you coming out of your cocoon i'm also coming out of my cocoon <laughs> in 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 the realms of sexuality because uh, i did not feel comfortable 
and ready yet to share what I'm sharing with everybody about uh, the experience of exploring their sexuality in a deeper level and heal the emotional traumas and sexual traumas because I was working on my boundaries of my own self growth in boundaries for a couple of years. And that's why in the beginning I started with love coaching and, you know, and little by little by little by little, it would be sharing this, but I would have other people hold, you know, holding, you know, holding the space and the container for other people to do the practice. And I mean, you know, I wasn't ready yet, but now I feel like, you know, I'm mastering more of my life, my love, my relationship, my sexuality, my sexuality. Thank you to recognizing my boundaries. And I tell you that the word boundary didn't come into my awareness and my mind and my, even my vocabulary, like until maybe three and a half years ago, which is incredible because I'm like 36 and like you would think, right? Like, whoa, but you know, it was just surprising to me to see that in my vocabulary self, I didn't have that word. I didn't have that concept. I didn't have that. And that's one passionate to share. And I was so excited um, to share uh, to share you, your wisdom with our community because I would have loved, love, 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 love to have somebody uh, opening me up to this, to this wisdom, to help me to realize. I know that I went through my whole you know, journey of exploration for my self growth, for me to be able to help people in my own, in their breakthroughs because of my breakthroughs, but it was painful. <laughs> so why I'm sharing this with you is because I would like, um, I would like people to really um, not oversee, you know, not, not just avoid the boundaries, but have have an understanding and and have a awareness of it yes that's what i'm passionate about i'm so thank you for sharing that and your heart pours out when you speak woman <laughs> <laughs> and you're right i mean until we're taught this and i wish every child was their hand was held and was taught just to say no i mean with so many things of just you know, if we could have still gone through the pain, but at least had people to really show us this very important part of our emotional well-being. So it's it's an honor. It's my pleasure, and I mean, I'm sure this is going to be one of many other conversations I will I will share with you about boundaries. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So before we wrap it up, I want to recap uh, sure. the step of the boundaries that Sylvia shared with us in a very beautiful way. And practical, uh, she, she shared two practical tools and exercises for people to really uh, honor more of the boundaries and other people's boundaries. So the step are honor the boundary first in a relationship with the other person, meet them where they are, and then you can build your relationship from that space, that sacred space, that sacred container by honoring them where they are and honoring them the boundaries. So then, uh, the second one is not trying to rationalize it, you know, drop into your heart, get out of your mind, get into your heart. And the third step is ask for permission, ask uh, for permission. And I really, 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 really love that one because when, especially a man, come and ask permission. Uh, it's so sexy, it's right? Juicy. Yeah, it is juicy to me. Like, even, like... I always even ask my, I even even share with my clients and my, my communities, my circles, 
Like just because you're in a relationship or you're sexual with somebody and, and you have a partnership, right? A sexual partnership, doesn't mean just because I'm a sexual partner with you, you're just gonna come to me and just uh, you know, have sex with me. You gotta ask permission for it. May I, you know, like one of the practices that I love to enforce is, you know, may you know, can I kiss you? May I kiss you? And like, what's the intention of the kid? What is the intention of the lovemaking? You know, may I, you know, have ask permission? And then even before, you know, in the intimate aspect of sexuality, like may I penetrate you? It's just so empowering and it's so beautiful. And so, I don't know, it makes a woman feel more safer than ever when a partner asks ask permission. So, you know, asking permission is something that should not be overlooked and not be, you know, taken for granted. Uh, I didn't get the fourth one. So if you want to express the the fourth step, the last step, or it was just three. Oh, the fourth one was if you're having trouble, like, like bridging some sort of compassion or understanding with your partner's boundary. Like if you're having resistance, for example, to what they're bringing, like you just can't seem to do it or... You don't, you just, you're stuck in your head about it. You're trying to rationalize it. I always try to bridge uh, people I work with to a situation where they feel their boundary is not being respected. So whether it's closing their eyes and just having them think about a moment that they felt um, really, you know, violated and, or just really, really uncomfortable where they were forced to do something that was really, really hard for them. And so then to link it to that experience. So whatever the other person is telling me, while I don't necessarily understand it with my brain, I need to accept it as their truth. I don't, it's not my right. It's not my place to try to change their mind because that's re-trauma. Like when you work with trauma in general and you work with people's sensitivities and things that are in the body, like they, we have, when we have a body response to things and we try to pull people out of them or we're just re-traumatizing them. So that fourth part is probably the most important in like a different way of doing it practically. So if you're not with your partner, if you could just do it when you're, you know, after you've had a difficult conversation, but just know that you all, we all have boundaries. We all do. Some of them are more expressed and normalized in our culture. For example, we know that if we're out on the street, we don't just go up to people and just start touching them. Why? Because that's a boundary that has been culturally put in place. Now, if you're in the Middle East and you're you know, a group of men, men are constantly very affectionate with each other in the Middle East. So that's another cultural boundary that's in place. So I just try to help people really bridge understanding and helping them understand that their backgrounds completely brought them to a different, um, different, different place. Mm -hmm. So everyone's different. We all have different boundaries. <laughs> I love that too. That's the the highlight of the conversation today. That we all have different boundaries, and we have to honor each every one of us where we are. And I'm like looking down because I'm reading some of my stuff. So uh, that was one of the exercises that I was going to share about that. Um, that you mentioned about the boundaries and um, make to feel within yourself and feel the impact. But the other exercise that um, for all of you who are in relationship, my amazing, you amazing subscribers and friends and those who are looking, um, <laughs> is 
that when you're in a relationship and you have boundaries and your other partner has a boundaries and you compromise and then you're really working things out, have the peace sign, um, you know, exercise where you can tell your partner, hey, I am onto here. <laughs> I am done with this. I know you like rock and roll and all that heavy music, but <laughs> getting out of my nerve. <laughs> it's before you explode. <laughs> <laughs> so really important how the peace sign. Rather than talking and trying to say it with words, because it's hard sometimes. We're flooded. This is makes it so much easier. <laughs> I love that. Like I love that. I love peace sign. You know that now before the witch comes out. <laughs> awesome. I, I really love it. Thank you. Um I thank you so much for sharing. Very practical. Uh, tools for our viewers to really step, uh, step in into the boundaries, honoring the boundaries, but also honoring other people's boundaries. And uh, when it also comes to um, when people are not really relating and don't want to honor your boundaries, uh, we are in a power to respond and we have the responsibility within ourselves to really feel within ourselves what is okay for us and what is not and really I invite every single one of you who are viewers to step, you know, be in within you and honor yourself so much and love yourself so much so you can speak up what you really feel and uh, don't tolerate other people's manipulations or, you know, way to pursue you. Uh, allow yourself to really feel. And the more you love yourself, the more you stay in your truth. So if you want to attract the most amazing relationship in your life, the more you love yourself by embracing your truth, the more you're going to attract people who respect you for who you are, respect your boundaries, and, and honor you and appreciate you and accept you for who you are. So that's pretty much what I have. You want something else to say before we go, Sylvie? Um, I think you you nailed it. I mean, the most the most important thing is like I hope people take the practical things because I know it's it's easy for us to get you know stuck in just the, the contextual understanding. Is like I just really hope people um, just begin practicing them in small ways where they with people that they feel really sit with people that you guys feel really safe with. You know, certain ways to say no or just to you know if it's hard for you, practice with people that you have a. A good relationship with first and then once you do that you'll start to feel more and more comfortable with people that are outside that so yay yay we did it we did it we did it <laughs> thank you so much as Julie, for your wisdom your passion and i cannot wait to have another interview and about another topic of more reinforcing boundaries in the future i appreciate you and brian and Thank you so much. So we're going to be saying bye to our community. You can say bye. Wonderful. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining. It was a pleasure. Thank you, everyone. If you like this video, please share with all your friends and everyone you think they need this. Uh, and also, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can get updates to all the amazing speakers that we're bringing into uh, Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be. We want to learn everything about relationship, love, intimacy, sexuality, and sexuality, sexuality. <laughs> you know, that just <laughs> So, thank you so much, everyone. Enjoy your beautiful, amazing day. Bye bye. Bye, guys.